0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Tuesday edition of the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. What's up? How are you, Frank Hanrahan from Veasan? Uh, man, oh man, it was a tough night at the window for yours truly. Actually, you know what? It wasn't terrible. I took the Celtics. That was a big fat loser. Still pissed about that a little bit, but I did give out the Braves last night and Tatum, Jason Tatum, over 26 and a half. He finished with 27 points. Oh, I did lose Draymond Green under six and a half points. (sighs) He had like eight points in the first half. That was it pretty much. What a disaster for the Celtics. We'll get into the NBA Finals. Swings back now to Beantown for Thursday. Commanders and still more fallout from Coach Jack Del Rio. But everybody's saying the right things now out in Ashburn as mandatory OTAs are underway. And Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver, did not show up. And the Nationals, not only did they go 0-4-1 yesterday, they went 0-2. We'll explain that. Plenty more, and we'll break down tonight's game with the Atlanta Braves in town as the Braves taking game one last night. Hey, golf is almost here. It is uh, U.S. Open time. That will be this Thursday. And Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log in each day of the U.S. Open and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts. So while the players are on the course, terms and conditions apply. See site for details, make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21, playable in Virginia, only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Nationals losers last night to the Braves 9-5. I gave out Atlanta minus 141 or so. And this is why it's dicey to always uh, wait for a little bit before you make a wager just to make sure everything is kosher. The uh, rain came right before first pitch, so Josiah Gray, who would have given the Nats a better chance to win, was scratched because he warmed up. And I guess with all the studies they do now and with the players and how um, I'm not going to use the word. What's the word I want to use? Uh... You just don't want to risk anything nowadays. Back in the days, cats would suck it up and shake off any injury and say, oh, "I'm I'm good. Let me play, coach. Let me pitch." But uh, they they I guess they figured it out where you know you warm up that arm throwing 95 miles an hour, you're getting ready to pitch, and then you got to stop and you're not able to go. They don't want you to pitch that night, and that's what happened to uh, Josiah Gray. So that changed the dynamic of the game. They had to start uh, emergency. Guy in Ramirez who got roughed up early. And uh that was pretty much all short. Nats made it a little interesting in the middle innings. But in the end, the Braves make it 12 wins in a row, man. They are red hot. Hottest team in the MLB at the hands of the Nats. So they take game one of that series. Um, Not much going on offensive-wise. I mean, they did play t- uh, five runs Um had a couple opportunities with the bases juice to get more, but they didn't. Uh, our guy Soto was one for two, walked twice, struck out. Uh, RBIs came courtesy of Cruz, Bill Thomas Hernandez. Thomas, man, seventh homer, as he had a dinger last night uh, for the Nationals, who fall to 23 and 40 on the season. 11 and 20 at home. Braves improved to 35 and 27, 15 and 13. So, geez, their their record stunk before this 12 game winning streak, did the Braves? And now at Bed River Sportsbook, they're at plus 250 to win the NL East. Met still the favorite at minus 278. So, L for the Nats last night. But like I said, I gave out the Braves at minus 141. Things worked out for us there. And now the Braves go for lucky number 13. Uh, This evening, and because of that uh, rain delay yesterday, the Nats uh, had to call up a minor leaguer to make the start uh, tonight. As Max Fried or Freed, I think Freed for the Braves, the left hander Jackson Tetro will pitch tonight for the uh, Nats, making his uh, debut in the majors. A lot of pressure on this young kid. Uh, Freed is uh, six and two. I hope I'm saying his name right. Six homers. He's allowed 12 walks. He struck out 69. And that is why at bet River Sportsbook, the Braves are a whopping minus 250 tonight against your Washington Nationals, who are at plus 215 on the money line. Run line, Braves minus 1.5, minus 150. Nats plus 1.5, plus 125. Total tonight is 9 over is -106 under is -113. Uh I'm not going to bet on this heavily, but I will I'll put a little bit on the uh on the Braves in -250. Just a sprinkle, nothing major, nothing crazy, just keep it simple, right? Just keep it simple, stupid. And uh yeah, we'll take the Braves at minus 250. Hey, reminder, log into betrivers.com every Tuesday to receive a free 20% profit boost on all MLB wagers. So if we're wagering tonight, I would put a slight tickle on the Raves at minus 250. That's a great sweat, though. Such big odds. But they're red hot, and the Nationals, not only did they go 0 for 1 yesterday, but you could say they went 0 for 2. And what do I mean by that? Well, I think, you know, News breaking in the afternoon, even though it's not even that big of a surprise, but it is a surprise. Steven Strasburg back on the injured list. We said this before his last start. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Everybody knows. Over a year it took for this rehab after the uh, surgery that he had, and he makes one start. And then during a throwing session in the afternoon, he had some sort of issue. He didn't feel right. So they go, okay, let's put you back on the injured list. I don't even know. I guess, did he even... Like, did Steven Strasburg speak to the media after his last outing? Like, his only outing? I don't don't know if he did. He doesn't like talking. And I wonder if he doesn't like talking to his his uh his managers or his his bosses and say what's really going on but you and I were not surprised at all i think what is surprising is is nothing at this point with him the surprise would be That he went out and got his second start. The shocker would be if he went out and got his third start. The stunner upon all stunners would be that Steven Strasburg would survive the rest of the season without injury and pitch start 10 to 15 games. That would have been the biggest miracle of all. And look, I don't want to hammer the guy. Not going to hammer the guy, but boy, are we really nice to him, right? I think we're very nice to him, very understanding, But on the other end of the opposite end, receiving it, you should recognize why folks are frustrated. You're getting $35, $40 million a year, and you haven't done anything in the last three years. Haven't worked, really. I guess rehab, yeah, that counts, but no productivity. And with this guaranteed contract, he's not going anywhere. I wouldn't go anywhere, but what I what I would be doing is if I was the GM or the owner, I'd be trying to flip through every page of that contract to see if there is an out. Like, how do we get out of this contract? Because everybody knows now, and I'm saying he, they just might as well shut them down again for the season because they're 17 games under 500. The only reason to bring them back would be to sell tickets, but... At this point, like, if you bought tickets to go see Steven Strasburg, you may want to think about, you know, just putting a a lighter to half of it because it's a 50-50 shot. Even if he's scheduled to pitch that day, he may not be pitching. So it's not a hot ticket if you say, oh, Strasburg's back. He's supposed to pitch yesterday, and then he gets scratched. No, he's supposed to pitch today. Excuse me, today's Tuesday. My bad. So he's supposed to pitch today. That would have been exciting because, hey, it's a second start back. He just had his first loss in Miami, but now he's back on good footing. Let's go support him. Let's go show some love. But we're not falling for that trick anymore. It's like once you dig yourself that big of a hole with with where he is with his career, are you just going to keep trying to dig further and trying to get out of that hole or are you just going to say, let's cut our losses? The Nats have to be thinking – We got to cut our losses. But how do they do that? Like, how do they get out of it? I don't know. Is there any way to get out from under this? Do you just say, hey, we'll pay you all this money, but you just should go away, like rehab for the next year and a half again? This is a really tough call. And I understand now why the learners want to get out of this business. It's got to be tough. It's got to be really difficult to, in your own mind, rationalize paying a guy all this money for doing almost nothing. Yes, he's rehabbing. He's trying to come back. But he's not on the field. He's not pitching. He's not getting you wins. Yes, he helped you win a World Series in 2019. Four long seasons ago. It's one of the great fleeces, not only in sports, but obviously DC sports, but not only DC sports, but all sports in general. And as the owner and the management, they must be just saying, how do we get out of this and how do we never let this happen again? And I don't know the answer. All I can say is I suggest they look at every possible out clause Because the next time he comes back, and that's a big if, you know it's only going to be for one or two starts. I mean, that's where they are right now. They can't be, at this point, the Nats can't be thinking, boy, if we can just get him healthy. (laughs) No, that ship has sailed, man. It's sailed. It's totally sailed. So the Nats go 0 for 2 yesterday. They're going to try to avoid another loss tonight. But the morale can't be that great either. If you're on the team, yeah, I know you're trying hard, but they were really looking forward to this help, this support. And Skipper Davey Martinez was just talking about how his rotation was starting to come back around. And then with the rain delay, and then with Strasburg injured, you're scrambling all of a sudden. All right, who, who do we have to pitch? Let's just find somebody who wants to pitch, who's healthy to pitch. So with that said, we're taking the Braves minus 250 just to sprinkle tonight as they go for 13 in a row at the Washington Nationals. Check it out at Bed River Sportsbook. A tough night for the Celtics. They took an L, and they're now just one game away from uh, this season being over. Even though Steph Curry went 0 for on the night, and it's funny because I saw some (laughs) – I actually saw a promotion – that said, you know, you get 250 bucks if Steph Curry hits a three. And you're thinking, boy, that's great. That's an easy opt-in. And he goes 0 for 9. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Something that seems so obvious didn't happen because I'm sure you could have waged on no threes for Steph Curry. Would have been a hell of a payoff last night. So he went 0 for, but hey, everybody else played pretty well. And the Warriors took advantage of the Celtics' and their ineptitude offensively. So we'll get into the NBA Finals in just a second. I also want to chat about the uh, the Commanders. As Coach Del Rio said, uh, his piece to his players. Players said that that's fine. And that's what we said. Get up and apologize and move on. Let's chat about Commanders, NBA Finals, and much more. That's straight ahead on the DC CityCast, presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least twenty-five dollars, and you will earn a ten-dollar free bet with same-game parlays. You can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor. Download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And this Thursday, the U.S. Open starts, and BetRivers has given you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just long, each day of the U.S. Open, receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino and must be 21, playable in Virginia, only gambling problem call at 1-888-532-3500. So, uh, Coach Ron talked to the media this morning, very early, before their mandatory OTAs got started. He said that he uh, was uh, pissed about what Del Rio, not what Del Rio actually tweeted, but he was pissed that it became a distraction. So, that's why Del Rio got fined $100,000 by Coach Del Rio, because uh, he was a distraction, did not need that. And um, Del Rio apologized to the team for those controversial comments that he made last week. And of course, he referred to the events of the U.S. Capitol on uh, January 6 21, as a dust-up. Coach Ron said Del Rio's apology was well-received, and he added that his coordinator has met with several players to discuss his comments. Um Jack spoke to the team this morning, To the team meeting, was very open and contrite, and apologized and was open to questions. He said, guys, if you have any questions, come see me and let's talk about that. It was good. I'm about reconciliation. Uh, Rivera said he fined Del Rio hundred grand because his comments had caused a distraction. And yeah, Del Rio did delete his Twitter account, uh, which Rivera said he didn't ask him to do that. Um, Rivera said, this is not about the fact that... Uh, Del Rio exercises right to free speech. This is about what impact the impacted this football team, I believe, in the First Amendment very strongly. It's a very serious question and topic, but at the end of the day, it, it did impact us, and that's why I did what I did. And that's what we said here a couple of days ago. Yeah, the players are going to say all the right things by saying, ah, now we're a family. We do things together. It's okay. We got coaches back. But I'm sure people are pissed about what he said. Right? Um... Again, just it won't affect this team come July or August, I don't think. But it is just one of those hanging irritations and agitations that doesn't help your organization win football games. It just doesn't. You may sit here and say, oh, well, you know, they're, they're, they're paid to, to tackle and paid to do things, blah, 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 Look, he is your leader on the defensive side of things, Del Rio. So it's good that he apologizes. It's good that he is getting this out of the way. And he has got to make up for it in the way that he handles himself moving forward. It's just that simple. It is. He's got to have his players' trust. It's a different It's a different animal, the relationship between coach and player. It's not boss to employee. As much as we want to sit here and make that comparison, it's different. So you got to have your player... Listening to everything you say and trust everything you say and not have any sort of question or, eh, whatever this dude. Oh, you know. So it's good that he apologized. Should have done it last week, should have gotten out in front of it, but they didn't. But they'll learn from it, I think, and move forward. Commander still at Bed River Sportsbook. Big dogs, although they are favored against Jacksonville in their opener at three and a half, minus three and a half at home. That'll be at FedEx. And I think they're one point favor the next week against Detroit. So once this team can get all of these distractions out of the way and focus on playing some football, maybe some good things will happen. But it's almost like we know Strasburg and his injuries. You know something's going to come out between now and the start of the season that could be a major distraction to this franchise. And how do they handle it? That is to be determined and to be seen. <laughs> There's always something. That should be their motto. There's always something. There's always something going on with this team. And no, Terry McLaurin, he did not show up. Um, He wants his money. Rivera's saying that he understands the situation. He does want him here. It's funny how people will run with different things. I heard there was a guy that was asked, uh, some reporter out of Philadelphia who was asked on a show what he thought about what the uh, Washington Commanders will do, and that was... And this is one guy saying, "Oh, maybe they should. They should." There's a 65 percent chance that the Washington Commanders will trade McLaurin. There's no chance in hell that's happening. This guy was based out of Philadelphia, so he's not on the pulse. There would be an absolute revolt. Not that there isn't already by the fan base, but if the Washington Commanders traded away Terry McLaurin, I think people would just run for the hills. Be like, "Okay, that's it. I've, I've had enough. We're, we're going to trade our best player right now in the middle of the summer." There, there's no chance that's going to happen. There's no chance. There's no chance. So don't, don't run with stuff on social media that you hear because of one person saying, oh, there's a good chance the commanders are going to trade Terry McLaurin. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They're They're not that stupid. They'll get it done. Like I said yesterday, they're going to get this contract done, and they're going to move forward. Have all their ducks in a row and start absolutely trying to do whatever they can to win games moving forward. It's a huge year. Absolutely a huge year for this franchise, and we can't hammer that enough. Even though at Bed River Sportsbook, the uh, Commanders at plus 500 to win the NFC, still not much given respect to them. Let's see if they can earn it uh, in the 2022 campaign. Straight ahead, got to regroup and recap what happened last night in the NBA Finals. Just a crushing defeat if you back the Celtics like I did. I mean, what were they thinking? Like, really, what were they thinking? Give credit to Golden State, but the Celtics did their part in just a, a, a abysmal performance in a game that they had to have in this series. Maybe, just maybe over. Chat about that next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahead right from Vison. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. So I took the Celtics last night, plus four, and they come out yet again and go through these offensive lulls that are just really hard to describe. Absolutely, just dis- like, wh- what are we doing here? Type offensive output. ISO ball becomes normal ball for the Celtics when they panic. <sighs> Wasn't even close. Went way under the total. It's close at 210.5. And it went way under. 104.94 was the final. Uh Tatum had 27, 10, and 4. Celtics managed just 20 points in the fourth quarter and 16 in the first. Not a good way to start, and not a good way to finish. Golden State went 27 points in the first, 24 in the second, 24 in the third, 29 in the fourth. And when Jordan Poole, yet again, hits one of those buzzer beaters at half court, or halftime, from 35 feet, you go, This it's just not our night. Just not our night. And I can't begin to express my frustration watching the Celtics team when they know they can't make any mistakes or let anything ruffle their feathers and they come out with just feathers everywhere on the court. And I'm talking about the way they handle themselves with the officials. They got two technicals. They were just not in the right space mentally. Just weren't. Heading into the fourth quarter, it was 75-74 Golden State. Okay. Wait, it wasn't... Oh, wait. Jordan Poole's shot was from 38 feet to end the third quarter. Oh, I didn't even... Why was I behind on that one? So that was a half-court shot. I mean, the uh, 38-footer was the third-quarter shot. That gives... Golden State, the lead going now into the fourth quarter. Huge. So then they start the fourth quarter. It's 75-74. Wiggins makes a layup. Poole makes a couple of free throws. They're up by five. Then Klay Thompson makes a three. They're up by eight. Celtics call a timeout with 9.30 left in the game. They're down by eight at this point. So that swing from... The end of the third quarter definitely carried over because they go the first three minutes without scoring. Make it three and a half minutes. They finally scored the Celtics their first bucket of the third quarter with eight minutes and 21 seconds left in a game that you got to fight, claw, and scrap for if you want to have any chance to be a champion. So that pool three, yes it clearly swung the momentum back to and for the rest of the game, the Golden State. So Jalen Brown hits a two with 8.21 left in the fourth to cut the lead to 85-76, and that was pretty much it. Got into double figures, got the lead. Tatum makes a couple free throws, gets it to uh, uh, 85-78, and that was the closest they got the rest of the way. And they were stuck on 79 from 528 until 342 left. So these droughts are just absolutely killing this team. We got a lot of garbage buckets late. 104-94 the final. We talked about this yesterday. Did we not? Last 550 of game number four loss. Terrible offensive possessions. And the same thing happens at the start of the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter. It's like the Celtics don't know what to do offensively. No, you take it. I'll take it. Okay, I'll go ISO here. I'll, I'll try. And the turnovers, man. The missed free throws, man. Boy, if you back the Celtics like I did at Ben Rivers last night, plus the four, you are just beside yourself going... Of all the things that you can control in the NBA when you play basketball, your turnovers, your free throws. And they miss so many free throws. My God. How many free throws did they miss? 10. <laughs> Dude who had the overs, like, oh, my God. 21 of 31 from the free throw range, free throw line. You know what Golden State did? 13 of 15. The other thing that is so debilitating about this loss, and this is what makes Game 6 so interesting, is Steph Curry was absolutely atrocious. And you still lost by 10. Still lost by 10. Steph Curry's number 7 of 22, 0 for 9 from 3-point range. 8 assists, 16 points. Klay Thompson really hit some big shots. He had 21 Gary Payton II came off the bench with 15. Former Wizard, by the way. Poole had 14 points. On a night when your best player, best shooter of all time, shoots 0 for 9 from 3 and you still lose by 10, you're in a load of trouble. Now give Golden State credit. It's almost as if they imitated what the Celtics were doing earlier in this series. They've they've figured out a way to become much more athletic on their switches. They're much more tenacious defensively. And then Boston is just dumb with the ball, quite frankly. They make some really bad decisions. So it was a good mix of good, solid defense by Golden State, bad decision-making by the Celtics, missed free throws, turnovers, you name it, and it's a 10-point loss. Not a good night if you back the Celtics like I did. Now let's look at game number six because I looked at the line immediately after game five went final because in my heart I'm thinking Golden State's going to do it again this series is over the Celtics look terrible now we're going back to Boston even though the Celtics have home court they only won one or two the last time there right after the game my initial thinking is Golden State this is it and they're getting points because the point spread right now at Bed Rivers, Celtics minus four against Golden State. Golden State plus 140, Celtics minus 167. Total is 210. Now, Klay Thompson had a great line. He said after game uh, number five, he said, I have never been more excited to go to Boston before in my life. <laughs> well, now they have a chance. I think if you're Golden State, you're saying, clearly we're in the driver's seat. But let's stay there and put our foot on the pedal and end this thing. Because the Celtics, even though we're the more experienced team, we got the championship DNA, the Celtics may have a little more juice when it comes to their legs. Let's not give them any sign of life. And we've been there before, guys. We've had a chance to close out a series. Remember Cleveland? Couldn't get it done. So let's get it done here in Boston. I'm not going to say which way I'm going right now because I really don't know. I'm torn on this one because the clear thinking is Golden State has the momentum, can close it out for another title. Celtics have looked pretty bad the last 5 quarters quite frankly. Yeah, they had a, they had a good third quarter when they were down by they were down by double figures, give them credit, they came back. And then they fell asleep at the wheel. And they allowed Golden State to kind of get settled again. Role players had some nice plays, easy buckets. And then Poole hits that 38-footer. So outside of that third quarter yesterday, the Celtics have not played decent or good basketball. Will they fight, claw, and scrap like their whole world of basketball depends on it come Thursday night? I don't know. I really don't know. And that's why we'll have a couple days to digest this. The Celtics have won each of their last three playoff games when facing elimination. So they are in a corner, trying to fight their way out, and I don't know psychologically where they are, because I think they're probably very, very stung right now. Like we had, we're up two-one in this series, at every chance to go up three-to-one, at home, man, and they let it slip away. This is where the coaches really need to get in their ear. It's all about the next step. It's all about where you are right now. And that's almost the same way you got to handle your bets. I took a Celtics L last night. Not going to dwell on it too much. It's all about the next play. If the Celtics can get the crap out of their system the last two days or two games, they may have a shot to extend this to a game seven. May have a shot. Now, after that Game 3 loss by Golden State, remember I said this here on the DC CityCast presented by BetRivers, I said take the Warriors at value to win the series. I liked them from the start. I wagered them on the start. They were minus 159. And then I got them at a value at plus 140 after Game 3. Let me take a look at the series price right now. Woo, Golden State is minus 4, 2, 0. So, you went from after game three to having a value at plus 140 to now being major league favorites at minus 420. The Celtics, if you're curious and want to get in on that action, plus 315. Oh my God. <laughs> Dare we triple hedge and take the Celtics and make things really interesting? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But we'll get into that on Thursday, game six, back in Boston. Like, right now, I'm thinking Boston's cooked. Like, they'll give it a good run. They'll give it a good fight. But I think they, they have that. Uh, there's There needs to be, like, an expression for that. When you have somebody by the you-know-whats and you just kind of, like, don't squeeze anymore, and then the other, there probably is. I mean, you just don't take advantage of the opportunity in front of you like the Celtics had. So you had Steph Curry go for 43 to keep basically the Golden State Warriors season alive to even things up at 2-2. He goes 0 for 9 and scores 16 points, and the Golden State Warriors dominate. So who knows what the hell is going to happen on uh, on Thursday night. But I think right now the Celtics are cooked. But we'll get into that on Thursday. All right, to recap what we're doing tonight, sprinkling the Braves, minus 250 at Bet River Sportsbook against the Nationals. The Nationals throwing a uh, – a newcomer to the uh, MLB and uh, Braves got a good starting pitcher. So I'll go with the Braves. We'll get back into the uh, NBA when we chat on Thursday. Appreciate you. Check me out on Twitter at J Frank Hanrahan at bed rivers at Vison live. We will uh, chat again on Thursday until then. <laughs>